Hello and welcome to the Casual Coven podcast. Before we get into it, we'd like to explain that this series was recorded pre-lockdown and we hope you enjoy this slice of escapism. Also, just a warning that this episode contains a little bit of swearing, so you might want to put headphones on if you're around small children. Hello and welcome to the Casual Coven, the podcast about life and whether tarot cards can change the way we live. Over the series, we'll be testing the tarot, following the preparations, rules and rituals, choosing one card a week and living by its interpretations. Will we end up thriving and subscribing to Goop? Is it mystical or just made up? Listen on to find out. I'm Lucy Glenn and my co-host is India Usher and this is the Casual Coven Podcast. We are back. Welcome to week three, where we live our lives by a pack of tarot cards. If you haven't listened to weeks one and two yet, you might want to pause this and do that first. So India, how are you? How are you feeling this week? What are you looking for? So this week I'm looking for some guidance, mm-hmm. some <laughs> confidence maybe sent my way yeah. to just kind of get me through the week. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm looking for something that's going to kind of push me, just something that's going to push me to be confident. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. And so do you think that you want any kind of antidote to last week? Well, I need to impress this week. Okay, so it's a big week. That's how I feel in my head. Okay. So I would like that, I would like guidance with that. Yeah. So I just want some guidance, some strength to kind of get me through this next week. Yeah, okay. Does that sound... Yeah, I think it sounds completely reasonable. Does that sound like something you can do, cards? <laughs> so cards, can you magic that up? <laughs> can you tarot that up for me, please? <laughs> How about you, Lucy? What What are you wanting from the cards this week? Well, last week I felt like I had a good week. Yeah. And I was really happy with how it was going. So this week I would really like to be able to sustain that yeah but also maybe feel like i'm making through guided meditation (laughs) dynamic meditation dynamic meditation i don't know whether i'll do another dynamic meditation this week i think that might be a bit too much to ask but i would like to sustain the kind of positive vibe that i had and the feeling of enthusiasm yeah um yeah i hope that's what it brings but i do feel like every time I think about what I want it's never what I get right but then what I get I kind of find useful so who knows okay interesting so maybe we should and um, just sorry just on the on the whole this is episode three now Mm -hmm. we've had three weeks of tarot yeah this will be our how are you feeling overall well I had one kind of bad week and then I had one good week yeah so it feels for me like it's been like two extremes. Uh-huh. Yeah, it hasn't been like a meh kind of feeling. Okay. And you're still feeling excited and energized by the cards and... Yeah. Even though the first week was really tough, I felt like it was useful. Yeah. And then I, th- I still thought about the first card in the second week, but I looked at it through the lens of the second card. I was still thinking about some of the things, mm-hmm. some of the like issues that I had in the first week in my second week but I just was looking at them in a different and more positive mm-hmm. and enthusiastic way okay 
I'd like to this week spend a lot more time looking at my card, thinking mm-hmm. about my card, which I think I had done in the past two weeks. But this week I'm really, really going to go for it. So I really hope it's a good one. Well, fingers crossed. I'm going to be like you this week. <laughs> <laughs> So in tarot, there are certain rituals that you need to do before drawing your card. The rituals vary, but we're going to do the following things. We're going to smudge our deck of tarot cards with sage. We're going to shuffle our cards, knock them on a table, close our eyes and imagine positive energy flowing into the deck. And then we'll cut the deck into three with our non-writing hand and put it back together in a different order. And then we'll be ready to draw our card. If you've got a tarot deck and would like to draw a card with us, now is a good time to pause and go and get it. Should we get on with it? Should we light our sage? Yeah, let's do sage. <laughs> oh, I'm slightly worried I'm going to know which one we've had because they've, been, they've got kind of oh, edges. Oh, we'll pick with both eyes. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, come on. Okay, good then. <laughs> So we've gone through our cleansing rituals and we've shuffled our cards and the time has come. It's time to pick our week three card. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Are you going to go first? I'll go first. Yeah? No. Upside down. But that's fine because we don't read upside down. Because we're new to it. Okay. But still, it worries me. That's a big card. You've got one of the major arcana. Oh, of course I have. Yeah. Both of mine have been from the major arcana. Okay, well, this card, just looking at it, scares me. So the card is justice. So it's a guy holding a sword up and he looks like a king and he's holding scales, which I assume has something to do with balance. There's like a purple sheet up behind him and he's wearing a red, get, like red robe with a green cape and a crown. And he's, there's two columns two like pillars mm-hmm. either side of him and he looks a little bit scary i'm not gonna lie the background behind the the purple drape looks really sunny though yeah mm. okay interesting should i pick my card yes right you go for your card now i've got my eyes closed okay because oh you got the moon card again <laughs> joking <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. I've got the five of wands. So this is my first minor arcana card. So there's five guys that look like medieval kind of guys. And they are all holding these big wands, I guess they are. They look like big sticks. It kind of looks like they're fighting. But they're, they're on this kind of like green grassy landscape with a really clear blue sky. And all of the ones have got little bits of greenery sprouting from There's them. There's a lot of primary colours going on there. There's a lot of primary colours going on there. Some great uh, tights. Mm. Orange tights. Fabulous boots. They are fabulous boots. Um, so now we'll go into the meaning of our cards briefly. Justice represents balance, perception and objectivity. A key message of this card is that there will be a positive outcome. This is a time when past mistakes or imbalances can be corrected. 
The card shows a woman seated between two pillars. She is the judge. She holds an upright sword in her right hand and a set of scales in her left hand. The scales represent those who are deserving and the sword represents a reckoning for past wrongs. She wears red robes which signify a high-ranking position. Although her robes show the material world she lives in, the yellow background suggests enlightenment and a guidance from a divine power. This card predicts you will benefit from fairness or will be the judge in your own life, using your perspective and logic to make good decisions for the future. You will see the world or a situation with clarity and have the ability to analyse a complex situation with insight and accuracy. The best course of action is to approach things directly. Take the emotion out of it, use your logic, weigh up the pros and cons. If your life has felt chaotic, this card signifies the end of that. It's a card of empowerment, encouraging you to take a left brain approach and take control. I'm slightly worried about this card. I don't feel safe. But it's just all about like a decision and repercussions and it's a justice card. Basically saying that I might have done something I regret and... The card is suggesting that I'll be treated fairly without bias, but be ready to take responsibility for your actions and stand stand accountable. Doesn't mean that your actions are bad, though. No, but it says here, you're being called to account for your actions and will be judged accordingly. If If you have acted in alignment with your higher self and for greater good of others, you have nothing to worry about. And that worries me. The reverse justice card can suggest that internally you know you've done something that isn't morally right others may not see it yet so you have a choice you can hide it and hope no one finds out or you can own up to your mistakes and take focused action to resolve the situation whichever you choose you will need to live with the consequences on your conscience so go with what feels right for you okay but you a bit deep it doesn't mean it's right it doesn't mean that it's the reverse meaning either considering we're not doing the reverse meanings for anyone that's wondering a reverse card is when you turn a card over and it's upside down each card has an upright and a reversed meaning reading the reverse meaning isn't really recommended for people who are new to tarot because the reverse meanings are often more negative and this can add depth for a reading for an experienced tarot reader but it can be overwhelming and even a bit scary for beginners. Plus, the cards already have a wealth of meaning, from numerology and astrological links to Kabbalah meanings. And yeah, the only time we'd ever heard of Kabbalah was from 90s articles on Madonna. But if, like us, you decided not to read reversed and a reverse card appears for you, you simply turn it the right way up. I don't, I don't, I don't want to live by my card this week. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't. <laughs> We've got to. That's the whole point. I know. Of the <laughs> I just don't want to. <laughs> the Five of Wands is a card about competition, conflict, and debate. The message of the card is to hold your position don't compromise. It's about people pushing each other to be better or you challenging yourself to improve. The card depicts five men at odds with each other. They're all holding wands 
a symbol of ego and passion and they all have their own take on the situation. But because they're not in harmony as a group, they're getting nowhere. The way to live by the five of wands is to engage. Don't back down, stick up for what you believe in and don't shy away from competition. Confront challenges and obstacles head on, toss ideas around and just get into it. My card isn't great. It's, it's really awful. So it's about conflict, disagreements, competition, tension and diversity. Rather than being able to work towards a common goal, you're running up against constant opposition. Do you think that's something to do with job? Maybe. It could be to do with because I'm exploring lots of different avenues for going forward. Kind of interesting. I just agreed with a girl that we would do a brief together to see if we could work together as a team. Maybe it's something to do with that. But really, I feel like this card doesn't mean anything to me at the moment. Okay. I feel very disconnected from it. Well, that's interesting because it'll be good to see how the week unfolds. Mm -hmm. I feel really almost upset. Do you? Do you feel scared? Yeah, I feel really scared. And actually, this is part of the reason why I never really used to like the thought of tarot. Yeah. And I just feel a bit emotional now. I live a life of guilt and this feels like it's bringing that up. Like it's almost, it's triggering... Anxiety. Anxiety. Well, that's not good. No. Over the next seven days, we are going to be living by our cards, looking into them, seeing if there's anything we can apply to our lives, if anything comes true, as in like a psychic prediction from the cards, and just seeing if it changes the way we live. We'll be checking in through our audio diaries and perhaps including some opinions from friends and family. So Lucy, tell me about your card and how it went. And did you get in any fights? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, not loads of fights, but let's listen to my first audio diary to see. So I've struggled to think of what I can say this week because it's just seemed really minor in comparison to other weeks, the way that the card has played out in its meanings to me. There's been a little bit of conflict, which is what it says there would be, but nothing major and everything's been worked out really quickly. So I'm just wondering exactly what I can take from it. And part of it was like standing up for yourself and standing up for your ideas and believing in in yourself. So I definitely think that I've taken that and I've stuck up for myself maybe more than I would normally which I think has had a really positive impact. And the other guidance is to really listen to the advice of what other people say and see if you can take anything from that to improve your ideas. And so that's something I'm, I'm keeping in mind too. I mean, in terms of conflict, it hasn't been loads. It's just felt really minor this week. The two weeks prior to this, it just felt like such big deal and the card had so much more significance whereas this one is like yeah you're gonna do some brainstorms and uh you might have you might disagree with a few people and uh, you should really listen to what people say but also stick up for yourself i'm like oh, okay yeah i can do that so you didn't get yourself into much conflict 
this week. Not really. No. But I don't feel like you're the kind of person that gets yourself into a huge amount of conflict anyway. Like, I just don't see, think of you as that kind of person. No, I'm not. Which like, is you what? live a very drama-free life. I'm not saying that conflict <laughs> means drama, but do you know what I mean in terms of... Yeah. I mean, I think there's more drama and conflict in one episode of EastEnders than all of my life. <laughs> Five minutes in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but how have you been feeling? Were you happy this week? Did it feel less intense? Yeah, it felt way less intense and it just felt really calm. Mm. There was a bit of conflict and I definitely took a bit from the card of like sticking up for myself. But did you take that because of the card or? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was more like a reminder. You need to think about what you, what you believe in and what Uh you think and don't drop it for someone else. So that part was really helpful. In other weeks, you've really been quite intense over the cards. Yeah. Like, they've, it's it's really sparked some sort of emotion. Uh-huh. This week, do you feel like it didn't resonate as much as previous weeks? Kind of, yeah. It just didn't crop up as much. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it as much. And I had to keep reminding myself to think, like, oh, think of the five of wands. What can yeah. we take from the five of wands rather than everything that was going on in my life being like oh my god this is like Mm. the card which is what the previous two weeks were like but it sounds like you've been sticking up for yourself more so have you found that more helpful yeah and I think it's good that's a really good reminder for me yeah because I don't naturally fight my corner all of the time if somebody Mm -hmm. kind of if somebody disagrees with what I say I'm normally like quite amenable like easy to think oh well maybe I'm wrong yeah I don't think that's a a really terrible quality though. No, I just I think it make, makes me easy to get on with. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't like automatically fight for that mm-hmm. opinion or idea or whatever. Yeah. I think that's typical people pleaser yeah. traits, isn't it? I'm exactly the same. Mm-hmm. More about that later. So, how about you? Did you um, correct all of your life's mistakes? There was quite a few cynical moments and my emotions were quite up and down (laughs) and just would also like to say I was walking to the station so the recording is a bit muffled. So this week I've actually just been feeling like quite (laughs) sceptical if I'm honest about tarot. But I don't know if it's good or not because it's kind of the aim of this podcast but I guess we're trying to come to a conclusion about our thought. But I just feel that, I don't know if I'm sceptical about tarot as a whole but maybe living my life by a card I found quite tricky this week. I don't know why really but I'm not having the best week really so maybe that's why and I feel like the past couple of weeks I haven't had particularly amazing weeks I don't know if it's my hormones because I'm at the I'm about to pop and have this baby or whether it's just I'm putting almost too much emphasis into living my life by a card I don't know but when I picked my card out of the pack it made me feel really anxious and then I tried to put a positive spin on it 
and Lucy helped me with that actually she was like look at it as more you trying to like break free from like holding yourself prisoner and like worrying about stuff etc but haven't really been able to do that been another anxiety induced week there's a lot going on in like the media and stuff at the moment there's a lot of crime stabbings viruses there's so much going on and i think that might have peaked my anxiety slightly maybe oh god sorry a pigeon just jumped right in front of me and it scared me i don't like pigeons so from listening to your audio diary it sounds like tarot hasn't been so great this week for you. No, I had quite a sceptical first few days. Mm-hmm. I feel that there's just so much in the media at the moment that's kind of like destroying me slightly. <laughs> oh. Which is just ridiculous, I know, but I can't seem to rationalise. Well, I mean, I think that you're doing so well because I was super grumpy by the end of my pregnancy. Mm. I was like in tears all the time. Really? Yeah. So I don't feel like I'm... Well, I did cry twice to Tom, but I don't feel like I'm grumpy. I just feel like I'm constantly living in a world of anxiety. Like, I just almost can't take it. That's awful. It's ridiculous. I do have quite a lot of humour around it as well, though. I think that's a really good coping mechanism. (laughs) Yeah. I do think that's a good thing. So tell us about the second half of your week, Lucy. The first half of my week, it wasn't super resonating with Mm me. I felt a bit like I was really having to remind myself to think about it. So the second half of my week, I asked Ed for his opinion on my card and to see if he had any wise words or (laughs) insights to share. So we'll listen to that now. So, we've just listened to the description of my card. What do you make of it? Do you feel like you've had conflict and stuff that you've had to stick up for this week? Have you had creative debates with people? Kind of, yeah, but I kind of have that every week. So this week has just felt easy. The two weeks before felt like big changes, big like emotions lots of thought going into stuff whereas this week I just feel like less up and down and just kind of more in the middle which in some ways could be because the two weeks prior to this I had major arcana cards which are like the big cards in tarot and this is a minor arcana card so it's Mm. like like more of a subtext okay do you feel that you've taken the card on board with regards to sticking up for yourself or sticking up for your views or sticking up for what you believe is right yeah i do i think that has been the main takeaway from the card i feel like it's been a reminder for me not to back down too quickly because i think generally i can tend to be a bit of a people pleaser and I would want to make other people happy and I don't want to make, I don't want to kind of rock the boat. Mm. So sometimes I don't say what I really think because of that. So do you think that there's been more conflict this week? Conflict is like a big part of this card. Is it? Do you think you've had conflict with people? I don't no. know, I don't follow you around all day, so it's difficult <laughs> for me to, to, to say. <laughs> You're not Joe Goldberg. I'm not Joe Goldberg, sorry. I'm not, <laughs> 
much more important. You're not going to need that spy <laughs> on other people. <laughs> Have you noticed anything different? Do you think that maybe I've been sticking up for myself more? Have you noticed that? I don't know. I haven't seen you argue with any sort of like cashiers. <laughs> cleaners on the internet. Or cleaners on the internet. Or, <laughs> you know, just like random people in the street. So I don't I don't usually argue with people in the street. <laughs> this is just a note to anybody listening. <laughs> if you ever see a mad woman arguing with people in the street, it's probably Lucy. There was a woman that um, yelled at me in the street before because she thought I kicked a pigeon. <laughs> she got really mad at me. What was it? It was a pigeon. <laughs> Did you kick it? No, I didn't touch it. You just tapped it. India's got a phobia of pigeons. She couldn't move because this pigeon was there. So I was trying to get it to go away. I didn't actually kick it. it. <laughs> I didn't actually kick it. Like I was doing a service for a friend. I, I knew a person once who um, tried to shoo a pigeon away by kicking it and actually connected with it and it flew across the road. Oh no, and he kicked the pigeon. Yeah, I didn't do that. Good. So you haven't confronted any pigeons or people? People or pigeons, not neither. Yeah, I just don't think there's been that much conflict. Maybe slightly more argumentative at points, but not really, like nothing. Have you been primed for conflict? (laughs) Have you been sort of like, like every person that you speak to, like, I'm ready for this. I'm ready to to bite back. (laughs) I'm ready to stick up for my values. Like a coiled spring. (laughs) Just got my interpersonal (laughs) armour on. (laughs) very angry Jack Russell. I find it difficult because I don't see you for sort of 10 hours a day so I can't tell what you've been doing yeah. for 10 hours. Yeah, I just I just don't think it's come through on the conflict front. I think it was really good to get the message to stick up for yourself and what you believe in because I've really kind of thought about that and thought about how in the past maybe I haven't always done that, that I've that I sometimes just do what the other person wants to do or say what I know the other person wants to hear me say. So it was good to think about what do I actually think and I think that's just a good thing to do generally. Yeah, you've got to have that own... Belief, like belief inner belief. In yourself, yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of what all the cars before were saying as well. They were, it was all about like, you know, believe in yourself and da 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 And I just think that's a really good message to hear anyway. But this week, I mean, in terms of the card, yeah, there's a bit about brainstorming. Had a brainstorm this week. I was working with a new person that I haven't worked with before. So that was really interesting to strike that balance of sticking up for what I believe in and also being able to get on with them. So, Lucy, (laughs) how do you stop being a people pleaser? This is the hot question for me. I think that I've done quite a lot of work on it already but there's definitely certain tendencies that I have of like people pleasing so I looked at psychology today Mm. and how they define being a people pleaser and they've got 10 pointers of what that is and that is number one is that you pretend to to agree with everybody so listen politely to their opinions even when you disagree and then you agree with them because you just want to please please them or just be amicable. That you feel responsible for how other people feel is number two. You apologise often. <laughs> you feel burdened by the things you have to do. I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's like tick, it's tick, tick. to me. <laughs> you can't say no. No. You feel uncomfortable if someone's angry at you. 
Mm-hmm. Not uncomfortable, like... Horrific. Could kill myself. <laughs> you act like the people around you. You need praise to feel good. You go to great lengths to avoid conflict. And you don't admit when you're feeling hurt. Wow. And when I read this, I was like, oh my God, that is me. That's crazy. So do you think you've pretended to agree with people in the past? Yeah, I think that I've definitely done that. I actually think that I was more of a people pleaser when I was younger. And I've still got some of these traits, but Mm. not as strong or as many. But definitely there's social situations where people have said something or done something that I don't really agree with but I wouldn't have flagged it I've just kind of let it slide and do you take on that responsibility for how other people feel in the past I have yeah I've definitely felt like that with like about friends and about (laughs) ex-boyfriends I felt responsible for their happiness yeah and like if they were unhappy I'd really want to try and make them happy again and think that it it was something that I was capable of when Mm. it's definitely not have you felt like that? Oh, yeah, totally. I've, I'm the absolute definition of a people pleaser. The only person I don't please is myself. There is no way that you can be everything to everyone and still be the person that you want to be to yourself. Yeah. Saying that, I am getting better. I think just because that makes someone else happy, I'm not happy. Mm. And I have started to be a bit like, well, no, I won't do that for you. Or It's a very British thing. It is a British thing. I think it's also a feminine thing. Mm. Are you just saying that because you think that's what I want to hear? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you people pleasing? See, I was genuinely terrified. (laughs) What do you mean? What do you mean? (laughs) So, my card did help in a small way to chip away at a bigger issue. But how did the rest of your week go? I spent the first part of the week doubting my card, Mm -hmm. doubting tarot in general. Feeling a bit low and just feeling a bit like, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. Yeah, let's listen to my second audio diary. So I'm doing my second audio diary with Katie with another work colleague, because I did it with Charlotte last week. Did you? Um, Haven't you got any actual friends? No. So I mentioned this to Katie, but I felt like tarot wasn't really working for me. I couldn't really live my life by my card this past week. But weirdly enough, I was just reading about the card, and it says you may be part of a legal case or awaiting final judgment. What I thought was interesting is, because I kept going back to this justice thing and judgment and legal and all of this legal case and all of that. Anyway, Tom got a letter this week for jury service, which is three days after my due date. So I just thought that was quite interesting. Anyway, let's go back to my card. You've obviously been working with me all week. Had a quite an embarrassing Monday and then went home on Monday after I felt ill. Worried sick about coming into work the next day. I don't know why you'd get worried sick about it. I think that's this card saying to you. You need to put justice on yourself in a sense. Like you're mm. like you were saying, the card is your justice. You've got to think, you've got to weigh up the truth. Mm. And the truth is, 
that your brain is ruling things at the minute. Yeah. And your, my... the thoughts are getting out of mm. hand. You are not your thoughts as well. That's what I always You are not. When I saw this card, I panicked. I was like, who have I upset? Who have I offended? It says that, like, you're, you're going to be held accountable or you need to be called out for your actions. And I just was thinking, Indeed, like, what, what have, have I done? done? I was like, what I'm such done? an open book. This is a chance to confess. <laughs> Just think well, this is what I was thinking confession. like what have I done like what have I actually done and I thought I don't think I have done anything that bad and that's what I was saying to Lucy and Lucy said try to look at it from a, a perspective of how you beat yourself up or how you just yeah. need to give yourself a break I think that's I fair I feel like I've done that this week but I have cried quite a lot well you're pregnant yeah that's you're true you're going to cry so what I would like to do is just give myself a bit of a break and that's what I've been trying to do all week. That's what I'd like to do. A break myself, from tarot or just no, from break, in life? No, a break from like... Oh, I did delete all my news apps and things like that. So <gasps> a break, like... Yes! So, but, because my anxiety has been so rife with a lot of things that have been going on in the media, um, I feel that that's what I was meant to do, give myself a break, but I just haven't. Okay. It's made me worse. Okay, I don't think I I've think. been helping you because I talk about coronavirus out of <laughs> three or four minutes. <laughs> so maybe it didn't help when we got an email either, did it? No, we got an From email work. as I was talking about mm. it. I mean, that was just fucking that. There's a double-edged sword for you, mm. Corona, Corona. Do you think I've been extra anxious this week? I think definitely. But you always notice my anxiety as well, don't you? I can tell, but also you haven't felt very well and you are really close to the end of your pregnancy, so you're going to feel really anxious. Yeah, that's true. However, that's the however. You've got to learn to realise that that anxiety shouldn't control you or your health. That's mm. the difference at the moment. So you've got a really great opportunity in a couple of weeks to go on maternity leave and, and sit down wait. and you're already saying you'll think you might get bored yeah that's very true actually i mean literally don't you can't if you've yeah. got bored on maternity leave that's a waste i'll have your maternity <laughs> leave <laughs> i just want to say how lucky you are to have such a nice manager i know that you get on with so I well i know i feel a bit emotional about that as well the fact that she's like it's an end of an era for us uh, yeah i feel like um a lot of managers could Oh God, I sound like I'm arse licking now. And if she hears this, she would definitely say I'm arse licking. <laughs> but I think a lot of managers could learn a lot from her being her empathy. Yeah, I mean, like she's just you can talk to her about anything, and she she wouldn't she wouldn't even bat an eyelid. Like really good kind of pastoral. Yeah, there. yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure that can be taught. No, I think it's something that yeah, is natural. You've either got it or you haven't. So, it's kind of crazy about the jury duty. Yeah, That's I thought that. Yeah, that is crazy, isn't it? You only get asked to do that once in your life, right? My friend's been called up twice. Oh, can you? Mm. I don't know many people that have done it. So it's verdict time. Did you think that this week was a success or was the card a bit of a flop? How did you feel about it? Overall, I felt like there were some weird things that cropped up 
from the card. Mm-hmm. So like preconceived judgments maybe. It just felt like a bit of an up and down week. Mm-hmm. A bit of an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. My anxiety's been quite bad. It's really hard for me to define at the minute what's pregnancy and what's mm-hmm. madness and what's <laughs> normal. So I think that came into play. So in terms of the card, the justice card, which is meant to be about balance and perception and objectivity and like kind of using logic and the right uh, the left side of your brain as so to speak. I think that's also been like scientifically disproven that we don't use like just one side of our brain, but it's kind of the colloquial term. Because it sounds what you're saying is that it was like heightened anxiety, almost the opposite of using the logical part. Yeah, absolutely. I don't feel sceptical now. Mm-hmm. I felt like a real, I don't believe in this shit. Like that's how I felt at the beginning of the week. I yeah. really don't feel like that now, especially after speaking to Katie about the card that I picked for her. Yeah, we'll get onto that later. Yeah, it's, that's quite interesting. <laughs> but also she's like the least sceptical person in the world. So mm-hmm. again, I think like last week, I just don't have any sort of, apart from the odd thing, I'm not massively sold on the on the card. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it really did guide you. Like I've had one card so far that I felt like it really, really guided me. Yeah. And I think as much as I tried to forget my anxiety and, and, and try and put a positive spin on it, I still think it had some effect in that way. Yeah. So, how did you find your week? I think my week was pretty middle of the road. It wasn't crazy like the previous two weeks. Like I was saying in like the first audio diary, it felt kind of minor. I do think that the card was relevant in terms Mm. of predictions. I did have a brainstorm and I did have some meetings where I needed to stick to my perspective and stick to my points of view and stuff. But I don't think there was that much increased conflict. I didn't have a big row. There's not been... There's not been anything more than usual. Like, obviously, there's always conflict when you have a toddler. Because mm. they... Just... With them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My daughter feels one feeling at a time very intensely. And if she's, like, tired and upset, then that, that is can be really intense. But that happens every day, every week. I kind of discounted anything like that. Mm. I was just thinking about me and other people or me being more agitated or being more snappy. I don't think I was. Do you think you felt better as well this week because you've had more sleep? Yeah, well, that is another thing, that my daughter's just started waking up at 7 o'clock. She used to wake up between 4 and 4.30am. I mean, that's enough to, like... That's been forever. But, yeah, overall, I would say I think the card was useful. I'm glad I got it. It made me think about the people-pleasing aspects of my personality and it made me think about, just reminder to like, think about what you believe, think about what you think. And yeah. Your opinion is valid and you don't have to. Which is a really good thing going forward because you're at a transitional time in your life mm-hmm. in terms of your career and you're meeting a lot of new people mm-hmm. and you're working with people that you've never worked with before. You're collaborating yeah. a lot more. Yeah. And those kind of solid opinions that you'll have, you don't want to fall back on or change your mind. And just an element of 
it doesn't matter if not everybody else agrees with me. Yeah, absolutely. In that way, the card was good and I'm glad I got it. Anyway, shall we go on to see how it went for Katie? Yeah, so we picked Katie out a card last week and the card was the Eight of Swords. Mm-hmm. And when I picked the card out for her, I was quite worried. Yeah, because it looked... It looked a bit scary and I thought she'll freak out. And the description is quite scary as well. Yeah, really. But actually looking back on that card and what she was going through and the fact that she'd quit her job, Uh everything seemed quite relevant. Yeah. We got an extra audio diary this week from (laughs) Katie describing how she felt about the card. And it's not dramatic at all. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we listen to that now? Yeah. Hiya, so we're recording with Katie, who is my friend and my manager at work. I picked out a card for her, um, which was the Eight of Swords, and you were going for a bit of a tricky week, weren't you? Mm. So we thought that maybe you could try and see if that card had any relevance to you. Well, first of all, say what happened when you were trying to pull that card from me. Oh, okay. Because then yeah. I can tell you why. You got really emotional. Yeah. Okay, so when I was doing the reading, not the reading, uh, trying to channel Katie last week, I kept getting these like really, I can't describe it, but it was like everything was in like 200 miles an hour, so fast paced, and I kind of couldn't like control how fast everything was going. I kept getting loads of flashbacks, and all I could see throughout was a green light. <laughs> And I said that to Katie today and she just got tears in her eyes. But that is because you drew me the Eight of Swords, which initially I thought was like a really, I read the what it was about and I thought, yeah. God, that's so negative. Like, it was like, you feel like a victim, you feel imprisoned by your own things. And I was like, oh, I don't feel like that. And then I was like, yes, I do. And what India sort of knew, but sort of didn't, was that I just quit my job. And I was feeling like that, and I was feeling a bit victimised and a bit let down that no one had like done a big fanfare because I decided to resign. <laughs> no one had and cried. actually, then I realised that no one gave a shit. <laughs> <laughs> however, I did. I however, what it didn't know off the back of that, and when she started saying to me about seeing green, was that there's two things that I've been exploring, which are complete random things that she's got no idea about of which a total career changes. So both involve being outside and horticulture, which is, when she started saying that to me, it was like, what? Because one is, this is total changes. So one is doing potentially an apprentice, being an apprentice, learning about being a ranger. So you're an outdoor ranger, which is totally random. We wear a ranger's hat. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and I'll probably like carry bears. a gun. Like Yogi Bears. So that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that in my... Uh, small little market town I'll, I'll dress like a little ranger no but it's about learning about horticulture and the land and then the other one was based out of the university in Cambridge at the botanical gardens that's like a horticulture sort of GMVQ type thing which is totally random but it's like two things I've actually been looking at and I've been deliberating over applying for because I'm really firstly I'm really old although you're not allowed to discriminate that age maybe I should go for it but then I found out one of my friend's sons might also be applying for one of them and I thought that would be a bit weird how old is he? 17 (laughs) (laughs) he likes horticulture (laughs) anyway that was why that thing was the motive 
So the Eight of Swords, and I actually took it on board and was like, like, why are you caring and putting your energy into caring about things that don't care about you back? This is very interesting because in my first recording of the week, I was saying how I don't know if I believe in tarot, I've had enough, like, oh, I don't know if I can blah, 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 go, all going on like that. But now I feel like I've been swayed again. Well, there you go. So that was Katie's audio diary, which laughed the whole way through that, yeah. especially her victim mentality. There's <laughs> um, one for the uh, LinkedIn bio. And the fact that she wants to be a, a ranger. I love Going that. from probably 20 years in the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. To being in a field, in a fleece. Be, that's what I like about her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she lives pretty much in the countryside. It'd yeah. be perfect for her. Yeah, very funny. Well, I hope it works out for her. Yeah, I hope it does as well. I'm sure it will. Back to Kate, Katie's card, just quickly. I think it was really good how it felt so personal to her. When I was channeling her or trying to channel her, mm-hmm. it wasn't until I was like thinking back just how fast everything was going. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really weird. Mm-hmm. Everything was like in a tunnel and just moving so, so quickly. And the only consistent thing throughout was this green line. Right. Do you think that's really interesting? I mean, it's odd. Yeah, it is interesting. I'm really surprised in you. I thought you'd be all over this like a rash. I, th- I don't know why I feel quite sceptical. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right, India. But do you not think that's quite weird? Yeah, it is kind of weird. I wonder why you feel sceptical. I don't know. You're such a person that believes in this shit. I'm not do saying this think? is shit. 100% because I believe in it as well but you are so much more like ingrained in it than I am like you'll get drunk and do a seance or <laughs> dance around your living room naked and burn sheep's heads and things like that like you do I've weird... never burned a no, sheep's okay, head you haven't, but like you would you go to the extremes of weird <laughs> where and that's why I'm so surprised no I think it is odd maybe that... maybe it's jealousy <laughs> You're jealous that I'm psychic? <laughs> that could be it. God, I think you caught me out here. Oh, I I think it is weird. I find the colour aura thing like I just can't. Oh, you don't believe on, in colours. I can't get on board with it. I don't know anything about auras, but if I think about a certain person, I'll be able to relate them to a colour. After watching the Goop documentary on psychics. I'm so down with that. Like, I'm so really going to try and channel my psychic energy. I know you're laughing. I can see you smirking. But genuinely, I think I have powers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that. Genuinely, I think I've got powers. (laughs) I've been told. Who have you been told by? Okay, this is another weird story. When I used to work for my old manager, so I used to look after a great big house while she was in L.A., I was walking her chihuahuas and I don't know why, but I just got this urge to go into this church and I didn't know what kind of church it was. I just saw it was like a, looked like a church. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a proper church with the steeple. It was like quite small. Mm-hmm. I went in, but I had the dogs with me and this woman was like, oh, we're doing mediumship tonight. Would you like to come back? And I was like, would I? Anyway, I went back to drop the dogs off, went back at like whatever time it was 
there was a medium on a platform mm-hmm. floating, joking. Um, <laughs> this medium was on a platform and they started talking to me over everyone. He was saying to me, you need to open the door. Someone's telling me that you really, really need to open the door. And obviously that freaked me out. And I was terrified. And then at the end of the reading, like he made such a beeline for me. And it all got a bit weird, actually, because I thought he's either a predator mm-hmm. or he is just a nice man. Right. And I'm not really good at distinguishing differences between people like that. It can be hard. It's, it's hard. And he was like, like, where are you live? Like, where do you live? Would you like a lift home? Predator. Yeah, I was just like, no. And actually, I walked around the block twice just in case he drove past me. I didn't want to see where I lived. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I was chatting to him and I was telling him that I do need to open the door and I, I do want to channel these powers. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can do this. You, I think you've got the ability, blah, 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 going on and on and on. Probably wanted a shag. But when I got back to said manager's house that night, really weird things happened. And like, I called my mum. Like what? Okay, sorry. I've actually forgot to tell the main part of the story. The weird thing was about this story is I ended up in this church mm-hmm. with mediums. And that day before, I was getting ready for work and I saw a woman in the bedroom. I was living in the house on my own. But I saw a woman in... Like a ghost. Well... I mean, it definitely wasn't the cleaner, let's put it that way. In the bedroom that you was Yeah, I saw in. a woman in there. Oh, this is giving me shivers. Yeah. I saw a woman in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. What did she look like? Blonde. Just a, just a woman. Like, like, a, like a modern woman? Or... No, I, I don't remember. It was very, very quick. It was as I was walking past the bedroom and I thought, oh, I've just seen someone in there. And I thought, no, like, it's just my mind but then I couldn't stop thinking about it mm-hmm. and then I'd forgotten about it and then I ended up in the meet like the church and it's all really weird anyway I got home that night and really really weird things started to happen so I'm in this great big house and when your fear your fear does like crazy things to you yeah but I got pushed out the front door <laughs> you got pushed out the front door it felt like I got pushed out the front door by like who? physically pushed. So as you were opening it? Basically what happened is went back into the house, went down into the kitchen, made some food, mm-hmm. was sitting there and I was just getting really scared. And I looked in the mirror and I could see like genuinely, Lucy, I, I swear to you, I'm not lying, like this is how it happened and this is how I felt. And I don't know if it's true or if it was just my head or whatnot, but mm-hmm. it was, I felt really scared. And I looked in the mirror and I could just feel loads of like wrinkles on my head and I felt really like... Like old. Weathered and just like almost couldn't take it anymore. And I was just like struggling to breathe. I rang my mum and she didn't know who I was. She no. thought someone else had the phone. No. This made me go funny. Oh my God, that is so weird. That made me go really cold because it was thought... really scary. She didn't... Was so she... she knew it was me because my phone rang, but mm-hmm. she didn't recognise my voice. What? Yeah, isn't that weird? I've gone, my whole body has gone tingly. Because I was, I think as well, like, you've got a fairly distinctive voice. Like She I don't, didn't recognise it. I don't think you sound like lots of other people. I don't know loads of people that sound like you. So I sounded like an old lady. Whoa. Yeah, she was, my mum was really scared. 
Oh my god, that's. And I was talking to her, going like, "No, it's me," and she was going, "Like, it's not. Who is it?" So what happened? Um. So then I was like, I need to get out of the house. Mum was like, get out of the house now. Because she was like thinking, she didn't know what was going on. And my and apparently my voice did go back after, like it didn't last for very long. Mm-hmm. And then my mum was like, get out of the house now, go and wait on the doorstep and I'll drive and pick you up. Even though it would have been like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And as I opened the door, I got pushed out the front door. <laughs> oh my God. But then it could have all been in my head. Wow. And people can make voices up and stuff, but I I didn't think I was. I was genuinely petrified. I felt like a that is different a ter- person. That's a terrifying story. Yeah. And then I slept in that house that night. Really? Yeah. All of a sudden, I was fine. And you just felt really safe and fine. Yeah. It was oh really my- weird. That is I slept so really well that night. That's so freaky. But because the man kept telling me to open the door, I felt like I opened up, I kept, almost said yes to something I didn't want to ever admit to, because I was always so scared of it, and then I was like, yes, to him, and I don't know if that, like, brought something on. Are you sure you want to pursue this psychic career, because it sounds yeah, pretty actually, scary? No, because actually that was a really scary, traumatic time for me, looking back. Yeah. But then it's really weird how I'm the biggest scaredy cat in the world and I actually managed to sleep that night in the room where I saw a lady. Yeah. A young, youngish lady, not an old lady. I mean, still a ghost. If it was a ghost. Like, you just don't know. Yeah. But that happened to me and I'm still very sceptical of what actually happened. I'm feeling really freaked out right now. Oh, sorry. Sat in a dark room. Your sur- mind's not... Surrounded by candles. I feel like my legs are really cold. That's really, really scary. That's like... For your mum not to recognise your voice. That's the scariest kind of like paranormal ghost story that I've ever heard anybody tell me. Thank you so much for listening to The Casual Coven. Be sure to join us next week for another episode. If you've enjoyed the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Casual Coven or email us thecasualcovenpod at gmail.com.